Are you immersed in a sea of business advice and education but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts, Remington Begg and George B. Thomas. And what's up, folks? We're back for another episode, many, many episodes away from seven episodes. So you know what that means to you as a viewer and a listener. You don't have to worry about us quitting because we already made it through a major (laughs) milestone. And today we're going to be talking to somebody who is not a quitter either. Like he's amazing. You're going to love this. We're going to talk about all things visual, some things marketing, maybe all things marketing, some things visual. Either way, it's kind of the same thing, right? But before we dive in with the guest, let's go ahead and talk to the host that is the most. Remington Big, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, George. What about you? I always say I'm doing good. And that's because I'm always doing good. So let's go ahead and introduce today our guest. Well, actually, sometimes I'm not doing good, but it's good to put on a game face. But today I am doing good. Let's talk to our guest, and that is Jeff C. from his design. Many of you probably know him from Social Media Examiner and like about a 10 bazillion other things that he's doing online. He is the bearded wonder, the master of the universe, Jeff C. Wow, that's I've never been called a master of the universe. Can you talk to my wife? Because I'm not even master of my own house. So that would be nice to to have that accolade go through. But yeah, thanks for having me on, man. This is really fun. I I I dig you. You know, for those of you who don't know, Joe, uh, George introduced me actually at my talk at Social Media Examiner, uh, their conference, and he was awesome. I mean, he's the one you want in your room running things because he is high energy just like on this podcast. If you're watching this and you're putting on events, MC baby, just enough self-promotion, enough self-promotion. This is about you, about your learning. So before we really truly set sail on this journey, Jeff, when we talk about visual marketing, can you maybe give the audience, the viewers, the listeners, the cool people out there, might I say wayfinders, just a 500,000, 50 foot, 20,000 foot, I don't know, just some type of measurement that I can't even think of right now of what visual marketing is. So visual marketing is using what it sounds like visuals to help with your marketing because sadly people don't read as much as they used to. Everything's fast and quick and things got to stand out in the feed. And if you don't stand out in the feed with social media marketing, you're not going to be noticed. You're not going to be uh, even blog articles need to have a graphic, need to have something that draws the the uh, reader that you, your potential reader in. And so, visual marketing is all about using visuals to get your point across, tell your message, tell your story. You can storytell now in ways that you know five years ago we had we didn't have these options to do. And so, very exciting time. But visual marketing is really is just as is taking visuals and using them to create a story or tell a story. I love this because there are so many platforms, there are so many ways, and I'm sure that we're going to soon dive into all of that goodness. So might I just start out by saying, all hands on deck, let's hoist those sails and set a course for your company's growth when it comes to visual marketing. Remington, 
Where are we first headed on our voyage today? Now we're going to talk about navigational instruments. And um, by doing that, I know from a, so from a design perspective, it might be a way of thinking, but it also may be some actual tools to help you get the job done. When we're thinking about visual marketing, what are some tools that can set the team up for success? What, let's, let's take it kind of a, a big view. So one of the things that you have to do is with all these networks is you need to be out there. And we, as, as much as we'd love to be on Facebook or Pinterest all day, you need to schedule stuff. And so one of my favorite schedulers that does most all of these is a uh, app called Agora Pulse. And I really like Agora Pulse, especially for social listening. Love it. It's, I know the people who, uh, who create it and run it and a bunch of great guys, but I use that. Like I just got back from vacation and I was able to like monitor and, you know, post to Instagram. They're allowed now that Instagram allows scheduling saves me a ton of time and not having mm. to run around that. So I use a girl pulse for everything now for Pinterest, which we'll talk about later. A girl pulse can't handle right now um, scheduling Pinterest. And I use a great app called tailwind, which lets me have tons of statistic and also lets me schedule pins and actually a new beta feature that they're using called a uh, smart looping, which lets me like, if I have a blog post, I can pin that like once a week for as long as I want to and keep it going. And it's very, very wow. cool. Yeah. I'm George's sorry. Eyes, he the just let, he lit up. I, I think you just broke George. <laughs> I, I wish the viewers are like, what? I'm leaving that long pause, by the way. <laughs> viewers are like, why is the screen not changing? Because you said loop back. I like lost control of my body, looked at my camera and was like, wait, what? How have I not heard of this? Yeah. That's amazing. Agora yeah. Pulse, I have heard of, by the way. I'm talking about the yeah. one that is Tailwind. Tailwind. Yeah, Tailwind. And for the viewers and listeners, Jeff, Tailwind, is it one word, two words? Like maybe some It's specific- one word, Tailwind. Just Tailwind. Uh, tailwindapp.com, I believe it's the, their URL. Uh, they also do Instagram. They have a great tool for Instagram as well for scheduling and getting uh, analytics. But um, one of the things that's very important when you're talking about a Pinterest tool, and especially if you're doing stuff for clients, there are other scheduling tools out there. Um, there are ones that do something that's similar to the smart looping feature. The problem is they are not authorized by Pinterest. So you run the risk of someday having, you know, if Pinterest got bought out or they did an IPO and they said, hey, we're going to really put the kibosh on people doing things they're not supposed to, you could lose your account. And I've got over 30,000 followers, about 3 million viewers a a, a month on my Pinterest account. I'm not going to take that risk. And I'm not going to take that risk for my client's account. So whatever tool you use, and this goes across the board, make sure it's an authorized uh, to, to work. It's, you know, official authorized to work with that platform. Or you, it's, it's, I see so many people and even big gurus saying a tool and it's not, and that just scares the snot out of me. Jeff, I do want to dive, which by the way, I like to use the word big gurus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole different episode, people, that maybe we should talk about. I am curious though, because when I think of tools and I'm kind of leaning into this because I was at your social media examiner talk, which was absolutely amazing. There's this conversation that goes around uh, non-designers designing. So what are some of the tools that people might leverage? Because inherently, they heard the word storytelling, they heard the word visual, and they can't draw a stick figure and they're like, crap, right? Right. So how do we we get them out of that bucket? I am all self-taught. So there is hope. If I could do this, if this weird Neanderthal-looking bearded guy can do stuff, (laughs) Um, you can too. And there's tons of tools now before it was, you know, you had, I mean, I remember when I was 
when I was learning by myself going through Photoshop and InDesign and all that tough stuff, it was hard. It's a lot easier nowadays. There's some great tools like Canva. Everyone's heard of Canva. It's a great one. Uh, a new one that I've really been playing with and really like is called Easel, and it's E-A-S-I-L. It's a group out of Australia. If you're familiar with Donna Moritz, uh, she does a lot of stuff with them. Great stuff. They have a ton of Instagram uh, stories, which, you know, the whole thing last week with IGTV launching and some very, very cool stuff there. Stories is not going away. If you don't know how to use uh, vertical video, you're going to need to start because um, it's, it's not going anywhere. And they have some great templates, Easel, E-A-S-I-L. Uh, it's kind of like a can, it's kind of like Canva, but it's has some better, some cooler features. So try them both. But those are some of the ones that I would start out with. There's some great apps now on your phone that you can use. Uh, I use one called InLight um, that has some some great f- uh, filters on it. It's almost like a little mini Photoshop for your phone. And so you can find stuff that really can help you look really, really well and putting out some great content on your uh, platform. I'm going to add a little one in here. I love Word Swag. It, yeah, it's good one. Totally dope. Mm-hmm. I'll also add in, if you're doing vertical video, like Jeff just mentioned, uh, there's also Luma Fusion, which allows you to do some real cool stuff on your mobile device or iPad. You know, actually, I can't even, I can't even leave this section because you mentioned IGTV and Remington. Guess what? I've been watching IGTV. I've been posting with the Sprocket Talk account onto IGTV. And I just have to mention that one of our previous guests, Owen Video, is actually rocking out IGTV right now. So if you're like, I want to know some cool people to follow on that platform, head over, check out some of our like historical guests. Owen, I'm sure Jeff, myself, we're on there now. With that said, even I've been on there. I did my first post today. What? You know, everyone's like, oh, YouTube, you know, it's going to be hard for me to break in those influencers. It's ground floor right now on IGTV. I mean, it is ground floor. It announced last week. You can create content. You can get people to start watching you. You know, just just start doing it and, and play with it. It may not be for you. It may not work. But, man, it's ground floor right now, and give it a shot. Without a doubt. You always got to give it a try, people. You know what else you might want to give a try is, well – our Content Compass Workshops, because this episode of the Wayfinding Growth Podcast is brought to you by those Content Compass Workshops. If you are somebody who is sitting there and you're thinking, man, ideas don't come easy and you're not comfortable with writing or being on camera or you know, you don't have the time to produce this content or the ideas around this content, well, then this workshop would be for you. We help you define who is right in your team for content creation. We help you prove these content ideas, a whole bunch of stuff. There's more information on the show notes. I want to keep this voyage sailing along. So, Remington, where is the next stop? Where is the party place? So, the next section is charting the course. So, specifically to visual marketing, who needs to be the captain of the ship? Like, how can we really start from as a brand getting on board with this this concept a lot of brands you know they've already they're either stuck in a rut they've been that way for a while or they don't really you know know where to go next well the, one of the things you you really need to do and i did i have a another little brand that i play with i test a lot of stuff called manly plunder where i sell like t-shirts and pens and you know manly stuff and um, so I created what's called a design guide, which is I have a like my fonts that I'm going to use. I have my logo, I have my colors, and I all have them set up in a document. Now Canva for like I think the premium version Canva for work yep. lets you set this up already, but it's great for brands because 
you know, a lot of us don't enjoy designing. You know, you may not. Then I would, you know, create that design guide and then send it to a designer, and that stuff's done. And so you can already have all your assets in place, assets, make sure I said that clearly, assets in place. Give it off to somebody else. The other thing is if you're, you're not, you know, you're not comfortable, have a designer create using those, uh, that style guide, a bunch of templates for the different social media uh, platforms you want to, you want to post on. One of the things designers like to get paid every time. I mean, I've been there. I understand. But if you can get them to create templates where you can have it and you can change out the headline or title, swap in the background image, you have them do that, then you're ahead of the curve and you can use that template for a, a lot of times before you have to refresh it. So that's what I usually tell brands when they're first getting started or they're struggling with their visual marketing. You know, there's this age old question of, can you do it yourself? Do you need a designer? Uh, what about freelancing? Should it be a full-time employee? Talk to us about the company that's sitting out there and maybe they're fresh in the water um, or maybe they've just not really had this focus. Like, and I love the way that Remington always positions this to me in real life. He's like, well, there's a good, better, best scenario here. So let's figure out what, <laughs> like, what's the good, better, best scenario when it comes to freelancing versus designer versus learning to do it yourself. I would say, what do you like doing? If you like designing and you enjoy the process and it's not eating away of something that's actually making you money, it's part of the process of making you money, then go ahead and do that. Uh, for me, I, you know, I'm not a very good photographer. Um, I'm a pretty good stock photographer. I know how to pick stock photos. And so that <laughs> saves me time. And so, um, or I'll hire somebody to take photos for me. Or my daughter is, is turning into this great photography uh, expert. And so I'm using her more. And so I, I don't, and I don't like taking photos. So I'm passing that on. It's, it's like anything else in your business. You want to see what, you know, what you can leverage, what you enjoy and, and move that way. So uh, the first thing would be, you know, can you do this for a little bit to get by until you can grow enough, you know, hire a designer. Now, one of the things you want to look for is, you know, you usually get what you pay for. But there's a great new service that I used actually when I was using designing T-shirts. I didn't want to design it myself. I kind of wanted to give them the ideas and then approve them and stuff. It's called Design Pickle. And it's like a one thing that you pay for one time and you let them, you know, do your stuff. with. I thought that was great. I got a great deal at Social Media Market World. I used them for a while and then I didn't need them anymore. But, uh, so that's, a, that's an option. You know, you can also find a designer that's freelance and you can use him whenever you kind of need him. Or you can have somebody like social media examiner does and has somebody on staff who does all the graphics. So it just depends on where you are in the growth process, how much capital you have to spend on that. Um, but you do get what you pay for and don't settle for crappy images because you can mm -hmm. find, they're out there. You can find reasonable, uh, but you're going to have to pay for it, but you can find reasonable right. uh, price for a designer. Your note about the don't settle for crappy images is, is really, really big. I know there's been, there's some major brains that I've seen the exact same stock photo right. um, as, as some very negative, uh, very negative ads that I've also seen on, you know, and people, people just go for the first image that grabs. Well, if everyone's doing that first image, you don't know what kind of visual equity has been spent. Right. On and the, the, on, on the other note. thing is, is a lot of time and a lot of like people who are just starting out will be using, there's a bunch of free uh, stock photo sites. They're great, like Unsplash and some other ones like that. The problem is everybody goes there and everybody uses it in the same way. So I always tell people when they're, when they're buying uh, stock images or getting even the free ones, get the biggest size you can because you, you can always, you know, shrink down. You can't 
grow up without things pic pixelating. But then crop it, rotate it, do a different wash on it. Make everything, like at the very beginning of this podcast, we talked about standing out in the feed. You yep. want to make that image stand out. And you can use some of those, but don't just put it up there, slap your blog title on top of it, and say it's done. That don't cut it no more. Jeff, I, I'm so happy you brought up the fact of like everybody goes there to those stock places. And, you know, there's another place where everybody goes, uh, and that's the bathroom, and it stinks as well. Just right. right. Now, I will say this, wayfinding growth, and this is not trying to be promotional, but if you're sitting here listening to this episode and you're like, but I need things designed, well, uh, that's kind of what we do at Impulse Creative. Next question Historically, where have people been at when it comes to this visual marketing? Before, like I'd say, uh, you know, Canva really changed the market. Um, that really had people going and, hey, I can do this myself. That being said, you can see a Canva template on Pinterest and know it's a Canva template. So once again, back to the thing we were just saying, mix it up. Mix up those fonts, mix up those backgrounds, change it up so you can't recognize it's a template and use it. That's the best way. Uh, before, I think people thought they didn't have the budget to do this, that this was only for the Cokes and the Pepsis to have a visual marketing or a design department. Well, now you can off uh, shoot that stuff to other people and have them do it for you. You know, like getting a getting a high quality logo done. I remember back in the day, it was expensive and it took a lot of time and finding the right person or in your local area would be some design <laughs> agency would charge you $5,000 to do a logo. Well, you don't have to settle for that. You can get a really sharp-looking logo for way less than that. Where should most companies start to look for from a from a like a, a quality or true north when it comes to visual marketing? Like, what's that thing that they should really start to think about? You know, look at different styles. And one of the things, good things about Pinterest is you can have a secret board and you can pin things that you like. Mm -hmm. And so, like when I went and did a photo shoot, the same kind of thing is that she said pin stuff that like you know shots that you like or backgrounds or whatever so I know what to do you know go with and so that's helpful now is collect those things but don't be one of those people who come you know I've had them like make it look like coke but different that doesn't help a designer you know or make it more younger what is what does that mean make so you you need to know the terms you know <laughs> yeah so right. i mean you've got to know what you want first of all and so Otherwise, it's really hard for designers to figure out what you want. If you have like, here's six or, you know, things that I really like. I like the style. My, all my stuff is all retro looking. So everything that I do is retro, cool, the, the way I like stuff. And so I know what I, I know what fonts to use and how to grunge it up or what colors or, you know, that's just my style. I know it. I, it, I can make it work. And so that's what you need to know. Do you want to have a super modern one? You want a really clean, minimalistic look? I mean, what? you want and that's what you need to start with when you if you're rebranding especially and what story do you want to tell mine fits in with my brand I mean I always wear these bowling shirts uh, that fits in with the retro thing you know don't just think what's going to show up on your letterhead think about how's that going to look if I do a live show how's that going to look if I put it on a logo bug at the, my Instagram post how's that going to look you know if I animate it all those things you need to start with and start looking at and one of the the old rules of you know figuring out a logo or a brand is how does it look in black and white that's one of the earliest things. You, is that going to tell the message with it just being in black and white? Yeah, and I love that we went this direction because being yourself um, and and designing or having visual marketing that you love uh, is so important because that's the tribe that's going to love it, that's going to connect with you, that you're going to be able to build trust with easier. And so that was, by the way, a micro tip that just kind of was in there 
from Jeff. You might want to rewind that, watch or listen to it again. Jeff, I'm super curious. What are some like actionable tactics, things that people, brands, individuals could do right now today to get started with uh, visual marketing for their business? First of all, run all your branding through your phone. Look at those images on your phone because so many things, and I see a lot of people do this on Instagram, the trend is, you know, that super scripty font, especially for like wedding brands or stuff like that. You can't read a word of it if you have a smaller iPhone. It's in that scripty font. You can't see it. And people are zinging through that feed. Does it stand out? Can you read it? Is it, you know, we just talked about IGTV. They blatantly said, this is mobile first. We are wanting it to show up on your, this way on your, your, your hand, watching it, consuming it that way. We want to make it easy that way. That's where it's going. And it needs to be, your branding needs to, to work in that medium. If it's not, it's, on its way out, in my opinion. You've got to make sure that it's mobile first and it's going to be there um, to be consumed. And it's and, and that another thing is is your website. If they click on that link on Instagram in the bio, is it going to go to a place that makes sense for them to contact you? Can they read it? Is your, you know, you have a, I, nothing burns my butt more than having a big old pop-up on mobile where I can't do anything. I'm done with that as soon as I click over to that. So make sure it's um, very mobile friendly. The next section here, we want to make sure that our listeners and viewers are signing up to get our weekly show notes and are signing up for our monthly deep dive newsletter. We're going to have lots of tips and tricks and extra added bits of value beyond each of these episodes as well. So make sure you head on over to any of the Wayfinding Growth pages and you sign up today. Viewers, listeners, you know that I always love when Remington gets done doing that section because it's time for Captain Killing It. <laughs> This is where we talk about somebody who is absolutely killing on social. That's sometimes a good thing and sometimes not so much. Today, Jeff's going to talk to us about a couple people that he really thinks is killing it. And I believe it's in good ways because, hey, Jeff's a good person. He knows good people. Well, we're good people too. Yeah, so the first one I really want to, and she's actually she's helped me since I got started when I was asking stupid questions on social and how to do things, is Peg Fitzpatrick. And she kills it everywhere with her brand. She actually runs, if you guys don't know who she is, uh, it's pegfitzpatrick.com, but she runs all of Guy Kawasaki's social. So she is the one who's behind, you know, helping him get stuff. And they've run stuff for Motorola, for um, Mercedes. They've done big brand McDonald's and she, you know, she did one that was really fun for me to watch. She did poopery. I don't know if you know what poopery is. Uh, it's yes. the spray stuff on the toilet. It's just, it, they have a funny, hilarious brand. They might even do God's branding, Jeff. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, but her stuff looks great on all, all her platforms. You can tell it's her. You can tell, um, she actually has one of the most copied brands. Uh, as soon as she changes one thing on her logo, Everybody copies it. It's pretty blatant rip-offing. But um, uh, looks great, and, and she just does a great job on connecting with live video, um, being consistent on all her um, her branding across platforms, and she does a really great job. Another uh, one is a guy who I met. I actually have my podcast. His name is Rob Russo, and he's a designer, and he does some really cool Instagram stuff. In fact, he's one of those guys who can take all his photos, and if you look at them individually, they're cool. But then when you look at his feed, they all are connecting. They all mm -hmm. tell one big story. And I just love that. I think that is so cool and creative. 
but he's another great guy to watch and follow um, a designer on Instagram. Awesome. So the next section is the Bermuda Triangle. Um, so what makes this impossible for companies or like where do companies really start tripping up when it comes to visual marketing and social media? I think they they feel like, like um, George said at the beginning, they can't draw a stick figure. So how are they going to know? I can't draw very well, but I know what I like and I know what works. And so a lot of it's studied. I think the Bermuda Triangle is they get hung up on their own thing and they're scared to ask other people, mm. you know, and don't ask your mom because she's going to love you no matter what. She'll say, that looks great. <laughs> and it really doesn't. It's horrible. It's like those people on American Idol. Some old lady in church told them that they their voice blessed them and, and God really wasn't even happy. So <laughs> I have grown so much with collaboration. And so co- don't be scared to collaborate. I think businesses are so scared that people are going to steal their ideas or, or their colleagues are going to steal their stuff that they don't collaborate. And I think especially visually, that's a big mistake because so many people have changed my brand and stuff I'm doing, even for clients for the better by me reaching out and saying, Hey, what do you think? Peg, what do you think? Peg sends me all her slides before she presents stuff. And I send her mine before I go presenting. And we, we can talk visually, you know, this works or this doesn't. And that's huge. I think brands are scared about that. And that's a big thing. And the other thing is, they don't want to pay anything and they think they can do it themselves. And sometimes that's a big mistake. And I think it's funny because the next question is why do those who try fail, uh, you know, when attempting this voyage, I think it's because you're cheap uh, and you don't <laughs> want to collaborate with people. So we can't answer that, but wrap it I, up. I do yeah, wrap it up, drop the mic. I do want to dive deeper because I'm super interested in the potential of the answer to this question because in this case, I don't know if it's so much a person, maybe, um, or a mentality, maybe. Um, but when you think of visual marketing and you think of the journey that, you ha- that you've gone on, Jeff, that many might have to go on of like self-taught or understanding who should do this, like what is the pirate to watch out for in this scenario? I think one of them is having – you have one success and think you have known it, know it all. I think that's one thing. You have one graphic that does really well, and you think, I don't need anybody else to help me. I've got it. And then, boom, those cannonballs come and sink that ship you're riding because you, you constantly have to reinvent yourself. Um, I just upgraded uh, a whole other computer, and I'm a Mac boy, and I went PC because I need to do live video. Because Social Media Examiner, we're doing tons of live video. You know, Eric Fisher and I do that stuff. And um, that's visual marketing. I consider that visual marketing as well. And I needed to up my game and keep it going. And I invest, you have to invest uh, in yourself. I think that's the big thing too is invest in that course that you may need to take to help you become better. Um, Invest in that piece of software. Um, I know you've done this, you both have done the same, but you've invested a lot of money and time in your own company. You just don't take that money and go, hey, I can, I can go buy me a new boat. No, you invest it back in yourself with education and you know tools, just like a mechanic needs good tools. You need good tools to create content. And so instead of you know taking – that's how I grew my business is I slowly bought a better camera and I slowly learned how to do Photoshop. And I, I, but you, you fall forward, I guess, in everything you do. Fall forward in everything you do. There's the nugget. Yeah, that's, well done a, tweet- there. that's a tweetable moment right there, people. Fall yeah. forward in all that you do. Also, I will say that this is probably, Remington, the first time where we've been talking to a guest and they're talking about tools. And quite literally, there's tools behind them, that's like correct. drills and yes. saws. <laughs> and and this all- is a working, oh. working <laughs> uh, 
set. So <laughs> that's it. All right. That's so great. what I want to do, Jeff, first of all, this has been amazing. Thank you for being on the show. I do want to give you time to let people, and you can mention whatever you want to mention, things you do with Eric, things you do on your, I don't care. I want to give you the opportunity to kind of tell the audience where they can meet you, greet you, where they can just spend time with you and, and any questions that they want to ask you, where do you want to send those folks? Uh, you can find me at mainlypinteresttips.com because that's where I, my big, where I spend a lot of time. But I do a lot of stuff for Social Media Examiner. You'll see me on there live uh, with Eric a lot, doing a live shows. We'd love, I mean, connect with me there. Send, say, hey, I heard you on uh, this podcast and, you know, hey, you know, I want to have this question answered and I'll, I'll make sure to do that. I, I would really love you to go to Mainly Pinterest Tips and sign up for my email newsletter because just like, uh, George said with his uh, newsletter that comes out, I'm always trying to provide value. I'm really, this year I've been trying to up my, you know, email game. I've been putting out a newsletter every week and I tell what's happening in social media, but also give you a tip and tool. And I'd love for you guys to connect with there. And I answer every email I get sent. And folks, I will tell you, if you haven't noticed in this interview, if you spend any amount of time, and I'm sure this is in newsletters in person, Jeff has a very interesting yet funny sense of humor that will come through everything that he does. Look, I want to take time to thank you, the community, for your listenership and your viewership, or maybe you're doing both, probably not doing both, one or the other. I'd love to know, like, are you a listener or are you a viewer? You can always let Remington or me know. It's RemingtonImpulseCreative.com or George at ImpulseCreative.com. You should also connect with us. Let us know topics that you want us to cover so we can help you navigate to the shore of success for you. If you are listening to this on your favorite app for podcasting, then go over to iTunes. You know, every app should have a rating system that just floats into iTunes. Anyway, go over to iTunes, leave a five-star review, leave a rating, a review, some nice words, maybe even just a few words. I don't care. Anyway, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for instant notifications. Until next time, my fellow Wayfinders, make sure that you are doing all that you can do to leave the dock of mediocrity and set sail into the sunset of your success.